0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Masbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. We are in the wonderful season of Christmas. And you know, when we get to these different seasons through the year, uh, Easter and all these other times, Pentecost and now Christmas, it just makes you to focus extra on the things that the Word says about what was happening in that time. I mean, I love it to go to that Easter story and read it again. And of course, I don't only do that around Easter time. You can do it all through the year as also you can celebrate Christmas the whole year. But especially during Christmas, we focus on this story. And as we focus on this story, the Bible gives us certain people in that time and era that we can learn so much from. And they speak to us, the lives of these people and their heart, what they were expecting and how they reacted upon the word of the Lord or the fulfillment of the word of the Lord, I should say. And today, during this Christmas season, I would like to go to this brother of ours, and his name is Simeon. And let's just read his story in the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 25 up to 35. What a marvelous part in Scripture, these eight simple verses or 10 verses that I read about Simeon, and they tell us so much about him. Even though we don't have a whole life description of Simeon, it does give a revelation about him that I think is very useful for our own life. It says there, number one, it says the Spirit of the Lord was upon him. The Holy Spirit was upon him. Now that's a great testimony, my friend. If it may be known from you and from me, about you and about me, that the Holy Spirit is upon us, or as we can say in our days, is living and dwelling within us. That it is visible to others that the Holy Spirit is upon us or in us. I mean, it doesn't say that this man was a noble man or this or that kind of a man. It says he was a man, but he was a man upon whom the Holy Spirit was. There is no title here of him, but the title that has been given to him is that the Holy Spirit was upon him. That is a greater title than whatever title the world can bestow upon you, to have the title that the Holy Spirit is upon you. And that says something about this man. And it would say something about you if people would recognize and say, hey, so-and-so, sister so-and-so, sister brother so-and-so, that is someone upon whom the Holy Spirit rests or in whom the Holy Spirit dwells. And so this was something about Simeon, the Holy Spirit, It doesn't talk about his great wealth. It doesn't talk about uh, how he was known by multitudes, but it does say that he was known by the Lord. You know, he had riches in heaven. So what's more important for us? Let it be that the Holy Spirit is upon us, that when they talk about our riches, that they know that our riches are great in heaven and that maybe we are not known by the multitudes, but we are known by the Lord. Isn't that more important? Isn't that more wonderful that the great creator of heaven and earth knows us and the Lord knew Simeon? And the Lord had a relationship with him as he had a relationship with the Lord, because the Lord said things to Simeon and revealed things to him. And he had revealed through the Holy Spirit that Simeon would not die before he would have seen the salvation of the Lord for all mankind. What a wonderful promise. Well, in one way, Simeon, he was attentive. He was waiting. But in another way, you know, it says that that morning, it was the Holy Spirit who prompted him to go into the temple. So yes, he was attentive because the Holy Spirit could prompt him and he listened to the Holy Spirit and he went to the temple. But on the other hand, it was the Holy Spirit who prompted him and who told him to go. It was not just his own awareness or his own working or mind or doing. It was the leading of the Holy Spirit. So we don't boast in our own ability or our own working or attentiveness or these things. We lean and trust fully upon the Holy Spirit that we will not miss the fulfillment of the promises of the Lord. If we think it's through our own ear, our own eye, our own working and doing, then I tell you, you will miss it. But Simeon, he had received this promise that he would see the salvation of the Lord. He would see the Messiah, the Yeshua, the Christ. But it was the Holy Spirit who brought him into the temple that very moment. And he did not miss this timing because he was attentive to the prompting and the working of the Holy Spirit. Oh, I tell you, Sometimes the Holy Spirit needs to shout and pull us and push us, but how much better would life be if he could gently nug us, and that would be enough for us to go or to stay or to move left or to move right, to speak or to be silent, just the gentle prompting of the Holy Spirit. And so, my dear friend, let us learn from Simeon to have a heart, a ear, a mind that is always attentive to the Holy Spirit, because it is the Holy Spirit that makes life beautiful. It is the Holy Spirit that makes us so rich, and that makes life so rewarding, and that makes that relationship with God so precious and so rich and glorious. It is through the Holy Spirit. And he had had that revelation through the Holy Spirit And he did not miss it because he listened to the Holy Spirit. So you can have a revelation through the Holy Spirit, but still you can miss it if you're not attentive and you miss that moment. He did not miss his moment. He was prompted to go to the temple. He had a heart that was led by the Holy Spirit, a heart that was open for the peace of the Holy Spirit. And he came into the temple just before Joseph and Mary arrived, and when he saw that baby who was brought into the temple to be dedicated, I tell you, that was the timing of the Lord. And then we see that the arms of Simeon were open to receive him. So that's another thing we will learn. His arms were open, and he walked up to that child, and he took that child into his arms. Oh, let us learn from this story. And let us also open up, not just our hearts, but let us stretch out our arms and open up our arms to receive and to hold the salvation of the Lord. You know, you can open your heart, but you must also open your body. You must also open your arms and you must take hold of it and you must hold on to it. And then it says, Simeon, he was overjoyed. Oh, that he could hold on that tender life, that little babe, God in human flesh, and his heart embraced it as his arms embraced it. And then again, we see the other side of the story. He didn't just embrace it with his arms, but he embraced him, the Savior, with his heart. So again, it's with the heart and the arms. It's with the arms and it's with the heart. In other words, it's with your whole life, body, soul, and spirit, embrace the salvation of the Lord. Now, it was wonderful for Mary and for Joseph, but it was more wonderful for Simeon. That little baby that was there was the Prince of Peace, and now he was holding the Prince of Peace, through whom all things are created that are created in his arms And it was the fulfillment of God's promise. And I tell you, when he had seen and held on to that fulfillment of the promise, he said, now, Lord, I am ready to go into eternity. I'm ready to die. I'm ready to go into eternity because I know I can go in peace. I know I can go to my heavenly home. And you know, that's what Christmas is all about. Christmas is all about the Savior who came not just to this world, but he came to mankind. He didn't just come to walk upon this earth, but he came to set us free from the curse, to break that curse of death over us, to pay the price for our sins and our mistakes and faults, and to set us free, to make us holy and acceptable before the Lord. That's what the Lord came to do. And if you have had that revelation and you have had the revelation of the promise, that's wonderful, but you need to stretch out your arms and embrace it, not only with your arms, with your body, but with your heart. You need to embrace the Savior, not only hear that promise, believe it and go to a good church, but you need to receive him, the Savior, in your heart. And he needs to live in you as you need to live in him. As he dwells in you, you will dwell in him. In him we live and move and have our being, the Bible says. In Christ, we are saved and we are in the Father. In Christ, we are one with the Father. I tell you, oh, when you have received him, no matter what age you are, but then you will be able to say like Simeon, Oh, Lord, now I can depart in peace. Lord, now if I live to be a 100 or if I die tonight, it's all fine with me because I know I have the Savior in my life and I am in the Savior and I will go to you for eternity. And so that peace that flowed through the mind, heart, and life of Simeon, it can flow through you today. Well, what is it all about? Well, you know, we are celebrating Christmas. We are thinking of the birth of our Savior. It is the fulfillment of the promise. Simeon, when he held on to that child, he saw the fulfillment of the promise. The fulfillment of the promise is Christ coming to this world, Christ dying on the cross for us, Christ resurrected into life for us, and he returned to the Father, and now he is there preparing a place for us. That promise has been fulfilled but it needs to be fulfilled in your heart too in your life too and you need to open up for that and you need to receive him that is the salvation of the lord and god's salvation it is in not a ritual it is not in religiosity but it is in a person it is in his son it is in jesus christ so if you want to be saved and receive salvation You need to receive his son into your life, and he needs to live inside of you through the Holy Spirit. And that's why his son left heaven to come to earth. That is why the angel said to Mary, his name will be called Jesus, meaning salvation, because he would save us from our sins. Salvation is God's gift to us, and it is the greatest love that is ever given to us. Jesus is in the heart, the true light and the true life. And that brings everlasting joy and that brings perfect peace. And so, my dear friend, if you are in Christ, if Christ is in you and you are in Christ, then you will have perfect peace. Then you will have salvation. Then you will have healing. And so, when Simeon held on to that child and he embraced it with his heart, He received that peace and joy, and he said, now, Lord, that fulfillment of the promise has happened unto me, and now I am ready to go, because that word which you had promised has come to fulfillment. And my dear friend, whoever you are listening to this broadcast, God has promised salvation for you, and he sent his son into the world for you, and the fulfillment of that promise has happened partially. When it happened upon the cross, and I mean with partially that it happened there for all mankind, but it will happen fully for you personally, if you will also come into that salvation. Yes, when he died on the cross and resurrected out of death, he fulfilled fully the promise. But I mean, it will never be part of you until you receive it yourself into your heart. And also that is the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. So, I mean, it can be fulfilled fully for the whole world, but that doesn't mean it already happened for you in your life until you receive Christ into your life, until you start living in him. And so, my dear friend, this Christmas, receive him. And if you have received him already and you have that perfect joy and peace in your life, then what about your family? What about your friends? What about your neighbors? This is the greatest time of the year to tell them about Christ, the fulfillment of the promise, but how it can be fully fulfilled if they receive him in their life, then it will be to a fulfillment for them that will bring them eternal life. Hallelujah. Take them to a Christmas celebration. Buy a gift for them, but don't just buy a nice toy or buy some other expensive perfume or cologne. Don't bring them a wonderful turkey meal, but bring them Christ. Bring them some gift that will reveal Christ unto them. Oh, give them a Bible. Give them the Christmas story in one way or the other. Take a moment in time and share the Christmas story, but make it personal. Oh, don't just tell the story as a history story. Make it personal for them, how he came for them as he came for you, how he wants to live in them as he is living in you, how they can live in him as you are living in him and how they can have their eyes upon heaven and eternity with him if they have received the Christ. Oh Lord, I'm so thankful for Simeon who gives us such a wonderful example as he had received that promise in his heart and he was waiting for the fulfillment and it was fulfilled when Christ came into his arms, and when his eyes beheld him. So, Lord, may Christ be born into the hearts of all those that are listening, and not just them, but their family and friends and neighbors and colleagues and students too, Lord. In the name of Jesus, may this Christmas not be another Christmas like so many Christmases where we celebrate the history of the story, but, Lord, may it be so personal for us that we lift up and stretch out our hands to you, Lord, and that we celebrate Christ who is now dwelling in us as we are dwelling in him. And Lord, may we praise you for eternity, for what you have done for us and what you are still doing in us. Oh, Lord, I thank you for this wonderful season that so many hearts are searching and are open for you, for the true meaning of life, for the purpose. Of their living and why they are here and where they are going, and that the answer may be found in Christ, O oh, who gives us purpose and meaning and life and eternity. Thank you for your Son and what you accomplished through him, and we receive him with joy, and we want to dwell in him with joy, and we want to give you praise and we want to honor him as you are now in us alive, and we have been made alive in you. Thank you for this season. Thank you for those that are listening. And Lord, we pray that many of their family and friends will also receive you into their life this season. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.